All right, what's fresh, Hopheads? Uh, we are fresh for 2023. Uh, we're back and with you. Uh, excited to go through and talk about some of the fun stuff we've been getting down here. Uh, Black History Month, Stout Month, SF Beer Week, you know, great big hoppy beer season, younger, big chicken, uh, all kinds of good stuff. And we're going to enjoy some travel beers that Joe brought uh, back from Poseidon Brewing. Uh, we mentioned on our last episode and talk about where Alex will be traveling very soon. So we got a lot to get to in Fresh Hops podcast. As always, I am Alex. And on the other side, as always, is Joe. Hey, what's going on? Happy beer February. Never mind. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> Not much. We're, we're here uh, and we're here with beer as always. Um, like I said, just spit out a mouthful. We've been up to a lot, which is awesome. Uh, it's always my favorite month of the year. Uh, I love, uh, you know, people call it Stout Month. Of course, it's Black History Month. Uh, and I'm always very passionate about, uh, you know, finding those black owned breweries and brewers. Um, and we're starting our drinking here with one of those or a couple of those. Um, it's our friends at Oak Park and Drought Season out of Atlanta. They are back here with the Beer is Black History collab. Uh, they've been working with a bunch of breweries all around. I think they got three collabs out of California yeah. with Oak Park, Full Circle down in Fresno, and Helicoastal out of Oakland. Uh, big, big shout out to the homie Bruce Sippin' Nurse who came through with a couple of each of those cans for me after I slept on my, you know, my hometown Oak Park. Uh, and, uh, they, they sold out in like seven days, I think something uh, even less. Yeah. I think less. Yeah. Real quick. Um, but the one we're sipping here is that Oak Park collab beers, black history. Uh, it's an Imperial stout with coconut, pecan and cocoa nibs coming in at 9.9%, just under the double digit percentage. <laughs> Has a nice aroma. Oh, yeah. I get the chocolate and pecan, little pe chocolate pecan pie action. Sip sounds. Let's tasty, tasty. Nice. Yeah, the coffee, too. Yeah. No coffee. Get a little bit of coffee note on it. Which is nice because you guys know I'm not a big fan of coconut. So it's, I like that you can't really taste the coconut. Here, here, <laughs> here, here. But no, that's really good. That's very, very tasty. Bummed I didn't got get my hand on a four-pack, but thankful to can for bringing you a can so we can share. Well, and who knows? They <laughs> might actually be holding some back. Uh, at the end of this month, I believe drought season will be in Sacramento with Oak Park Brewing on the 25th of February, that Saturday. Um, and you can probably look out uh, on the 23rd. And every Thursday, uh, they sit down and have a cold one on their Instagram live with Jeff and Raj. So uh, I would bet that you'll probably be able to see them checking in with drought season and talk about what they'll have going on on the 25th. Um, so be sure to tune into that this coming Thursday and every Thursday. And uh, if you haven't already checked it out, um, I, I, we need to be better. Or I need to be better about cataloging. We were just talking about episode numbers and people who use seasons in their podcast episodes, how, how that even makes sense. But um, I guess we should, because I want y'all to go back. If you haven't checked out our episode with drought season, I believe it was uh, for their collab last year around the same time. Yeah. For the Federation and uh, Helicoaster also. Yeah. So uh, 
But uh, go back to that episode if you haven't, um, and be sure to check out Drought Season, Beer's Black History. Of course, this is in reference to uh, what is little known that the first brewed beers were uh, out of Africa, the Sumerian women. Um, and of course, I believe it was the first, oh, I just heard Brandon talking about it, um, first recipes out of Egypt. So, you know, beer originated coming out of Africa way, way before, you know, Europeans uh, and other things. So it's just something that we like to, you know, we're not even, it's not hyperbole. We yeah. are, beer <laughs> is actually black history. So beer and it's pretty much a year, a year from today. So it was for episode 15 uh, where we talked with drought season and uh, talked about the bistro. There it is. Episode 15. Year. Uh, I'll, I'll catalog those numbers better, but uh, go back, check out episode 15 with drought season, the bistro. We're going to be talking about that up here real quick. But before we do, uh, I was just uh, remembering back to a time earlier this month. I, I'm calling it stouts before sunrise. Um, I went out and uh, I, I did what the stout lovers do here in uh, what others also call stout month. Uh, Moxa Brewing here in uh, Roseville, Rockland, Rock. the greater Sacramento area, if you will, are known for their barrel-aged stouts, and they came out with a stout called ELD. Uh, this stout was aged for 50 months in Ooh. three different barrels, two different bourbon barrels and a brandy barrel, and I believe it was treated with cocoa. Hold on. That, I got the beer right over my shoulder here. Oh, nice. Hold, hold this real quick. Absolutely. Yeah, and sadly, I wasn't able to go because... Uh, as you guys know, I coach high school football, and we had a coaching clinic in Reno, and I thought we were coming back that Saturday, but uh, that wasn't the case. We actually came back Sunday and got stuck in snow, so sadly, I would have loved to have a stout while I was driving back for sure, but yeah, it looked like a great, uh, great day. ELD, triple barrel age for 50 months. This stout uh, has spent 22 months in apple brandy barrels. 10 months in 15-year rye barrels, and then 18 months in 10-year-old bourbon barrels, and then was treated with Mexican vanilla beans. This beer comes in at 21.5% ABV. Yo! And it was funny, I remember in the Instagram post, they were talking about it, it drinking a lot, like half that much. And I was like, well, 10.5% is still pretty heavy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, as you'll hear when we talk about it, I will apologize, and then, of course, unapologize, because that's what this podcast is all about, is enjoying beers with friends and let, letting the tape play, you know, and getting off the rails. Uh, so I, I kind of tried to start documenting my experience here in line. For those who don't know, these Moxa Stout releases, people get out super early in the morning, camp out to get in there. And I'm glad we got there when we did just before sunrise, because I think that the early calculations were that... Uh, the the line was done by 6 a.m. Like wow. if you were getting in line after that, it was already sold out. Uh, and then what ensued was a bunch of people hanging out and bringing out bottles. And I saw, you know, fires and grills. It, it was <laughs> it was truly a beer release tailgate. And it was a great time. Damn. Um, so we'll get into those times we had there and uh, continue sipping the stout we have right here. Cheers. Cheers. What's fresh, hop heads? Bright and actually, it's not bright. It's dark and early on a 
rainy Sunday morning here in Sacramento. Uh, we are setting off on a mission, a journey, an adventure, uh, probably a little later than we should have, but uh, only time will tell at this point. It is I, Alex, and at least on this early day, the most amazing wife in the world, Addie. What's fresh off heads? And we are currently uh, at about 5.20 in the morning, driving over towards Moxa in Roseville. Uh, it is their anniversary weekend, and it's the, I believe, ELD. Uh, this is like a 50-month barrel-aged, triple barrel. It was aged in uh, like a brandy or cognac barrel, and then two different whiskey barrels treated with Mexican vanilla. 20% uh, stout, can't wait. Uh, I've heard only legends of the things that were Moxa stout release, uh, sort of tailgates, what have you, uh, from people I've been talking to over the last week. It's kind of something that's died off over COVID and whatnot, but with this highly limited and highly coveted uh, extra, extra barrel-aged stout, expecting to see a lot of people out there. So hopefully I, I didn't snooze too long. Uh, I guess you'll hear from me in a minute when I get in line, but I brought some tasty treats to share with other friendly revelers waiting for Mox's opening here in about six hours. Uh, so hopefully we'll get to hang with some people, talk about uh, some of our favorite Moxa beers over the years, and just beer in general. Um, and there's not too many people already waiting in line. I'll check in with y'all in a bit. Cheers. Alright, it is 5.49 a.m. here outside of the Moxa Arena. The tailgate is lively, there are fire pits, there are tents, there are a lot of chairs and slightly fewer people. Uh, looks like some people got some spot save going on, um, but I can't necessarily blame them for wanting to get out of the rain. I can just say there are going to be a lot of unhappy people who got here after about 6.30 a.m., uh, uh, preliminary counts put us about 80th in line for a 220 bottle allotment at two per so we should be good to get our beers um, I'm getting ready uh, especially with this cold out here to get something nice and dark and, and steamy poured up um, so I'm gonna I guess I'm gonna be hanging out here for a while we'll see uh, if we find some friends and want to share a beer and uh, warm up. Oh, it ended. I couldn't, I, couldn't, I couldn't figure out where it was. That was the end of our song, My Wife and I. Most Def's Miss Fat Booty. She is my Miss Fat Booty. Um, she is my Miss Every Booty right now. Uh, as I said, Wife of the Year coming out. We're here at Moxa. It's just now breaking 7 a.m. The sun is coming out. Uh, I've got my first bottle open. I figured only appropriate to open a Moxa beer. This is Moxa's Indulgence. German chocolate cake inspired imperial stout with Mexican vanilla beans, coconut, and cacao nibs. 12% uh, 
Uh, we just made a run through the line, got coffee for everybody. What up? Getting more coffee? Yeah, you know we got more coffee. Most stuff. I'm just getting a little podcasting going on. It's my first experience. No, no, you're good. What's up, man? Hey, how's it going, man? Appreciate the coffee. Most definitely. The co coffee angels out here. Got to make friends when you're out here in line getting beers this early. No, I'm good. Um, thank you so much. But yeah, we got a couple more hours waiting here. Um, it looks like we're going to be in the clear, getting inside, getting some, some nice dark beer that's 20% and tastes like 10. Uh, it's still not doing any favors to anybody there, but I'm looking forward to trying it. Um, let's, will you grab that bottle out of my hand, baby? I'm going to give a sip of this indulgence and give you a little... Mmm. Yeah, the chocolate and the coconut shine. Uh, but yeah, we got music, we got barbecue, and I have an offer of a, a link that I'm definitely going to be taking up at some point. Uh, you guys will probably be hearing on the podcast coming up this summer, but I've, I've decided I have an endeavor. I plan to break Barry Bonds' home run record this summer in hot dogs. I'm going to that's right. I'm going to eat more than 73 hot dogs over the course of the baseball season. Doesn't start till opening day, but never too early for spring training. So I'm going to get that link going on. Um, yeah, uh, we still got a few hours away. We might put on a movie here. I brought the little speaker, you know, watching at the, the drive-in on the iPhone. Um, but yeah, I'm enjoying the stout. I got a couple other bottles to crack and see what, what other beers we can get into with some other folks here today. Uh, now that we're getting our coffee and our beer on. Uh, yup. Figure I should probably try and get some audio of the rain coming down here. It is currently 7.38 in the morning. Uh, the rain is coming down pretty, pretty good. We've taken refuge under the facade of the local auto body shop across from Moxa. Uh, people far more prepared than us are huddled under easy ups, uh, umbrellas, uh, still got the fires going. I am trying to avoid opening the next bottle as we still have three plus hours to go till opening. Um, how are you doing right now, Addie? I am glad to be here and under some relative cover so that I don't get too wet while we are chilling. Yeah, khakis were not the right choice khakis for pants. Were not the call. Um, as I'm sure, but it's surprisingly dry, but it was like that business decision where you either stay in your chair to keep your chair dry and get yourself ridiculously wet, or you, you let the chair get wet and you take cover, uh, and that's where we're at. So I, the chair is merely a placeholder in line. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm wishing I brought some IPAs. Because um, just drinking all these barrel-aged beers right now is uh, only going to tuck me into bed sometime around 12.30 this afternoon. Uh, trying to keep the recording device out of the rain. The moisture, the moisture. I feel like we're on Camino. We are on Camino right now. Escaping Django Fett. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to trying this beer, um, and and sharing sharing 
my thoughts and feelings with all y'all. Um, if any of y'all are close enough in the area, um, befriend me now, because I, I will be sharing this at a bottle share at some point very soon. So uh, maybe we'll have to get a fresh, a fresh hops bottle share on the books so y'all can come and taste yes. some of this five-year-old barrel-aged goodness. Uh, but for now, I'm going to put the recorder away until it dries up, and then I'll start to wet my palate again. Uh, cheers. Alright, it is... 9.10 by the beautiful lady to my right um, and it is time they're coming around and numbering people in line uh, so we'll see what number we actually are a bit bit of a a bit, a bit of a rush I think those people who are less confident with their spot in line kind of trying to migrate towards the front uh, but hopefully they're policing that as they should spent the last hour and a half hanging out and drinking a bunch of beers which you'll see up on the Instagram at some point I'll dedicate an hour to making a fucking 10 second reel or something y'all know my my want to make Instagram content versus my desire to spend time making that content. I'm going to be better in 2023, everybody. It's coming. Uh, what are you currently drinking, Boo? Right now I'm drinking the Burning Barrel Pastry Pour Over. It has walnuts, vanilla, and coffee. It is delicious. I got to try a couple other things, including some ginger mead and uh, some other stuff. Other stouts mostly, uh, not too many, but having a good time. A little bit colder here than I, a little bit colder here than I was next to the fire, but the fire got turned off, so here I am. Yes, we're hoping we can get back to those warm things once these wristbands go out and everybody exhales a little bit. Uh, I got one more bottle left to share, and uh, yeah, just hanging out. Butts cold, toes is cold, but my palate is very warm. Uh, so stay tuned. A lot of quick check-ins here. Um, but yeah, I guess once I get inside and I'm drinking, you will hear a much more lively and jovial Alex. Uh, until then, uh, sniff and a sip. Oh yeah. That pastry pour over is just the coffee I needed. time my last check-in was but it's 1127 we've we've made it to, to bar opening we got our numbers I don't even think I have a privy jaw on that we got our number 92 93 we are right behind him uh, and we are getting ready to go in get our bottles get our pours in order, please. Okay, 92? 7. 97. <laughs> I know you guys are ahead of me. Yeah. One, two, three. Hey, there we go. Uh, so we are, we are making it. We are getting it. We're going to sit down. we got some friends have joined. Uh, so uh, at next, we will be uh, talking with them, and we will be sipping this beer and letting you know how amazing it is. It was a fun experience. We had a lot of awesome beers that we shared with people while we were out here, uh, which you, you head over to our Instagram. You can see a real of uh, all of those awesome beers, the Saison's, Meats, Barrel Age, Stouts, na 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 
nah. But you know I'm going in and I'm going to get an IPA right away because uh, my boo is driving. That's right. And so I think there's a chugs a coming. Mm-hmm. Chug to you soon. Chug to you soon. No, you won't. No, not me, but just in general from the party. In general from the party. <laughs> Alright, we've made it in the building. We've got some liquid goodness in our glass. And it's 12.43 p.m. We've been in here for a little bit. I, I, I have more than two and less than five glasses in my possession. Um, but we got a bunch of the table. We've found some friends, finally. I will say, earlier this morning, I, I walked through the line a couple of times just to see how many people I knew that were as crazy as I was being out here. Unfortunately, none. But I do know now people who are as crazy as I am uh, that will be friends going forward. Uh, but my friends from the past and future are here. I'm hanging out with Beer Girl 707 uh, and her husband, Sean. I got PRN Beers and 523 Girl. 528. 528. Ah, wrong curvy number. Uh, but we're, we're, we're all drinking the ELD. Um, and and uh, a little clanky clanky for your AS, ASMR. Does as, as anybody have any comments, feelings, enjoyments of this brew? Smooth as fuck. That's me. And that's the beer. <laughs> that's right. It almost tastes coconutty to me. But it's vanilla and I know it. But it has like a very ripe flavor. I can't remember who makes it but that no cuts, no butts, no coconuts. That would apply here because there is no coconuts in this. This is just 50 months in various barrels and Mexican vanilla beans, I believe. Um, smooth and has legs for days in this glass. There we go. She thick, she delicious. She thick. Got them tannins. There's really good booze that comes off. I spent, I spent a little time talking to people about wine uh, over this morning. And this is the only wine I need. This is the, the only legs I need on my glass. Legs for days. That's oh. great. I love it. I feel like that's up to debate, sir. You have to drink wine with me sometimes. <laughs> but this isn't a wine podcast. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> only, only when you're whining on it. the Moxa on their fifth anniversary, uh, holding it down. At, at the end of the day, you're never going to make everybody happy, but you're going to make a lot of people really happy, and you're going to make a lot of really great beer. At the end of the day, some people just got to try a little harder next time. I don't know. The, those people who did try hard and got skunked, you know, hit, hit me up in the DMs. Maybe we'll have a place at the bottle share for you. Um, but until then, uh, shout out on five years and in a, in a four year in a barrel beer. I mean, this beer has been in the barrel since we lived in a different world. In the before sea times, you know? This, this beer is coming out of the barrel like, what the fuck is going on in the world today? You know? So as I... As, the whole last pandemic while I was in there. Yeah. As I continue to drink this beer, 
I'm, I'm going to think about the, you know, the time before time when this beer went into barrels, where we're at now and where we want to be in the future, um, and, and continue just sharing great beer with the community uh, and great vibes. I look forward. I had a great time here for my first ever uh, bottle release uh, line lineup. It was a great time out here. I recommend to all y'all, if you've never stood in line for a beer at Moxa, come out. The people are good. The beer is even better. Um, and if you can stay in the rain, you can stay in anything. So, in the good name of New Edition, I can stand the rain. Um, it brought no pain. And this beer was worth the game. Let's go. That's what it was. It was a mashup. Cheers, everybody. We'll see you at the Bistro next Saturday. All right. And we are back and a uh, little more sober than then. But, uh, you know, the show is young. The magic of technology. The magic of technology. I, I do want to give a big shout out to the homegirls from the beer community who we ran into out there at Moxa. Uh, our friend PRN Beers, Beer Girl 707, and 528 Girl, or Girl X. I'm looking at your Insta uh, handle. Uh, we'll make sure to tag them all in the show notes on Instagram. But uh, it's always fun to see friends at beer events. Of course, making new friends out at beer events. Uh, you know, made, made a bunch of friends, tasted a bunch of tasty beers. <laughs> and while that beer is amazing, and I look forward to sharing these bottles that we got with uh, friends soon or in the future. I'll probably age one of these for a little bit at least. Uh, of course, making friends, drinking with friends, uh, friends with beers or whatever. <laughs> uh, I lost my train of thought. This stout is good. Yes, it's that damn good. Well, <laughs> moving right along. I'm leaving this in. This is funny. It's yeah, comedy. No, it's good. I, I ain't got no shame in my game. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was, it was a good time. Oh, that's what I was saying. The stout was amazing. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, if I'm going to wait in line for a stout at Mox, I'm doing it for the people and the beer and the good times had before. I know there, there's, you know, always, always going to be some people unhappy, especially if people are taking advantage and, uh, you know, saving spaces, cutting spaces in line and things like that. And obviously in a perfect world, there's a better way to do it. Um, but I am just appreciative that there's a place that, we can, whether it's allowed or not, uh, hang out and crack some beers before <laughs> the sun comes up and share our love for, you know, these beers that we're real passionate about, which includes getting up early in the morning or, or even staying up from later the night before to acquire these things. Um, so big shout out to Moxa for putting out these amazing beers that people are going to great lengths to get. And big shout out to all the people who go to great lengths to get them. Yeah, and like hopefully it won't uh, coincide next year with the uh, coaching clinic because I was really, I, I really wanted it. My sister's like, hey, you really want to sit out in the cold that early? I'm like, yeah, why not? <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> I mean, you ain't got to wait till next year. They just had a singularity release this last weekend. Oh, that's right. Which is their si single barrel, um, you know, so a, a little more scarce uh, with those amounts. I know this was a single barrel amount as well. 
But uh, yeah, they're they're doing releases like this all the time, and I don't know that you'll necessarily get me up that early that often. Yeah, <laughs> but I do know that if I can go and collect as many bottles as I have, I've got some good trade bait for someone else to get up early and trade bait. That's what it's all about, you know, trading and and getting the collection. Got to catch them all. When we were kids, it was baseball cards. Now it's beers, <laughs> and, and that's totally okay. Yeah, exactly. I, I tell you, the beers have. I mean, at least you can drink them. You yeah, can't drink a baseball card. <laughs> You can have that crunchy piece of gum, but not as good. Indeed. Uh, well, you know, we enjoy our dark beers, but you know, here on the Fresh Hops podcast, we like our hoppy beers as well. Uh, and uh, of course, SF Beer Week always fallen here towards the beginning, middle of February um, and had been you know, known as that time when that Pliny the Younger drops. And over the last few years, it's become just a time where a lot of great big hoppy beers are dropping doubles and triple IPAs. Um, I got out, was able to spend a day off going to get big chicken from Hen House in Petaluma because I had to get those cans. But then it was also Big Chicken Day uh, in Sacramento. And for those who don't know, Hen House's Big Chicken, they call it the Zero Day IPA, in that each day of their Big Chicken Week, they are kegging and canning uh, beers to bring out to different regions around Northern California. And even they, they got a lot up to Oregon this year. Wow. Um, so big ups to the uh, packaging and distribution team at Hen House for getting us that fresh, fresh, yeah. sweet, sweet nectar. Um, I was able to go over to Final Gravity in Roseville and get some big chicken. And then we got some big chicken over at Hop Gardens uh, down in the Tahoe Curtis Park area. We love going to both of those spots. Um, and of course I got those cans of big chicken. And so I got some big chicken for us right now. So now I'm going to slam the end of this stout. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy that they got up to Oregon. I mean, as, as well as they're known for how fresh their beers are. Yes, I know. Of course, just rumor mill here, but the, the back half or the bad half of that is that it sounds like some accounts who might've gotten big chicken in the past might've lost their allotment because ah. uh, it was getting up to Oregon. Although, I mean, if you go onto their Instagram posts, they posted literally every place they got that big chicken out to. I think they said it was more than 330 different accounts Good, great. Uh, through Northern California uh, and the Portland, Oregon bend regions. So, yeah. Oh, man, that smells great. Opening that can. Shit, is this a Coke commercial? I know. It sounds just like our intro. That's awesome. And shout out to Irish Cricket's uh, Victory the Podcast. If you're an Entourage fan, they're going to bring, bring back the Irish Crickets. Haven't done them in a while. We love the Irish Crickets here. So yes, this big chicken, uh, they're listing it as a limited release double IPA, um, reading right off the can. This is a big chicken double India pale ale brewed with barley grown in Petaluma by Crane Ranch and malted by Admiral Maltings of Alameda, featuring mosaic hops from Loftus Ranches of Yakima, Washington, Simcoe hops from Coleman Agriculture of Gervais, Oregon, Cascade hops 
from Green Acre Farms of Wapatow, Washington, and Centennial Hops from Crosby Hops of Woodburn, Oregon. Hey, so yeah, I nice know Woodburn. Li- nice little hop salad uh, yeah. coming from all up and down the West Coast. Uh, yeah, I'm getting into this one. It's definitely a West Coast IPA. Good clarity to it. Yeah, great color. Cheers. And... Uh. Oh, yeah. There's one. Sorry, I had to beat you to the cheers. Oh, my God. Damn. That is delicious. Oh, yeah. This uh, coming in at... Was this uh, 10%er? Where are we at, Can? <laughs> Don't lie to us, Can. Yeah. Lies by omission. I'm okay with that. Oh, well. I don't think they put the ABV on this one. How dare they? I'm pretty sure it was like at least 9.9, maybe 10, 10.2. I always thought it was interesting how they call it an imperial double instead of a triple IPA. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this uh, big and Truthfully, chicken, that, con- that always confused me. Uh, confuses me too. So, you know, from uh, a couple of semi-novice uh, beer drinkers and podcasters out to the greater community of uh, more knowledgeable folk who may be listening, if you got an answer for us about imperialization and, <laughs> and, and you know, the difference between an imperial double and a triple IPA, please let us know down in the comments on the Instagram or add us in the DMs. You know, we love to obviously... Take on any knowledge, uh, as well as shout you out for uh, hooking us up. Yeah, and according to Untapped, uh, this year's Big Chicken is at 10%. Right even? Right right on the 10%. Right on the nut. Right on the the nose. Yes. Um, So, yeah, Big Chicken. Uh, Big shout out to Hen House. Big flavor. Uh, This is one of my favorites I look forward to every February. I know we're we're still kind of getting back to our regularly scheduled beers from prior to the pandemic. Um, And of course, as I brought up (laughs) earlier, this time of year is known for that Pliny the Younger. And one place where we are known to be able to always get our younger is at the Bistro's annual double and triple IPA festival, uh, the Bistro out in Hayward. I, I only learned when reading a post about the history of SF Beer Week, this double IPA festival uh, was in its 23rd year this year. And this year it was just a double IPA festival. Uh, they did have 87 double IPAs on tap and four triples. Um, so we, we were able to get Pliny the Younger there as well as some other great ones. Wondrous is Triple Cuff, uh, which they had won the uh, top triple IPA award for last year. Um, And then just a ton of great double IPAs from all over Northern California, Southern California. I mean, everywhere. Um, But uh, yeah, it's just awesome uh, learning that. I believe Planet of the Younger was made for the first time 19 years ago uh, in honor of SF Beer Week and the Bistro Fest, uh, which is wild that I mean, Pliny the Younger itself has been made, you know, years and years before most of these breweries we're going to now were even around, uh, which is cool because it's, you know, kind of an inspiration to a lot of these brewers who are making these other amazing big double and triple IPAs now. Um, 
And, you know, you hear a lot of talk, oh, you know, this is better than younger, that's better than younger. Um, and I always like to say, give credit where credit's due. Yeah, exactly. While, you know, the game may have changed and you're getting new and different uh, takes on these big triple IPAs, uh, younger continues to be a stalwart and an amazing beer. Um, and, you know, with this big chicken right next to me, it just kind of, you know, it's, it's like... Us who grew up watching Jordan and now get LeBron. I, I, I'm not even going to get into that whole argument. But <laughs> at, the, me at the end of the day, it's it's the players before that inspired the younger players to go on and build their own greatness. Yeah, and, and people, you know, because we're, we're all used to our, our local and favorite breweries nowadays, but people could talk shit on Pliny the Younger. But it speaks for itself. Everywhere you go, the keg kicks early. Because people are buying it because, it, I mean, like you said, give credit where credit's due. It's earned its swings, you know? Indeed. And I was lucky enough. Uh, you you got to be quick and fo follow all your favorite tap rooms and things yeah. on Instagram. Uh, because Pitch and Fiddle uh, in... Uh, I don't know what we call it, Arden, Sacramento, whatever. It's my closest pitch and fiddle. Uh, shout them out. I went there to watch that uh, England-U.S. World Cup match this year to a packed house. I love the mac and cheese, and it's one of my favorite spots in Sacramento with a killer beer selection and a full bar. Yeah. As you all know, I love to find that great place where I can get a good local craft beer and a shot of whiskey. Um, so shout out to Pitch and Fiddle. I went there for lunch this last Thursday. And not only did I get Pliny the Younger, I got a pint of Ooh. Pliny the Younger. They weren't messing around. Yeah. They said, we got a sixtal. We did half pints last year. We're just going to do go all in on the full pints. And you get here, you get it. You don't, you don't. I believe they had it for one hour and 26 minutes. I was sitting right there at the bar when the tap blew. <laughs> um, but I enjoyed it. My friend uh, Chris uh, Bleed Orange Black, who uh, came out with me to the bistro for... Uh, the double IPA festival. He met me for lunch and held down a seat. So big shout out to him as I was able to get in quickly and get that beer. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I love, I love this time of year for these type of beers. I remember when I was in the city, I always used to say how it was a coincidence <laughs> that SF beer week always used to coincide with a payday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and kind of side tangent about pitch and fiddle, but I think there's one, there's a new in one in Fair, Fair Oaks. Oaks. Yeah, yeah right. just opened uh, Hazel probably in the last Madison, four I think. or five months. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dr drive past that one when we're going out to Folsom down that way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I yeah, have not been to that location yet, but we'll have to go check it out. Yeah, because I remember driving by it at work. I'm like, wait, is that, you know, because you see it, it's in like a little strip mall by like a Safeway or something, but. <laughs> I believe that's it's by one of our Pete's coffees that we like oh, to nice. frequent. Yeah, we, nice. are, we are Pete's drinkers in this house. Hey. Uh, and there's none close enough to our home. Yeah, exactly. So when, we, when we start looking for a bigger home, uh, one of our first priorities, you know, we're not worried about the schools in the area. It's yeah. where is the pizza coffee? Exactly. Best hot chocolate. Throwing the Ghirardelli's chocolate in there. It's in, always nice. In, <laughs> yeah. Don't you don't got to tell me. Coming up on the Ghirardelli's podcast. Yeah, the fresh fresh hops <laughs> brewcast over here. But uh, uh, sorry, SF Beer Week, yes. always a big time for beer. I know when I was down there, I got to more events. Actually, this weekend, one of my favorite events is going down at the, the 
Pacific Pinball Museum in Alameda, mm. their annual Pinball and Pints. Um, if I, I don't know that this will be out before it happens, but if you happen to go to it or if you've been to it before, you know it's a great fundraiser for the Pinball Museum. Uh, they bring in a bunch of local breweries and they're pouring for about three or four hours open play on over 70 pinball machines. Uh, one of my favorite things about that there is that they have them arranged in chronological order. Oh, nice. So it really is a museum and you can just play through history of pinball. It's actually really cool. Yeah, I um, get so there. whether you get to get out there for this event or just any other day, they don't normally serve beer there, but what they do have, uh, your admission is flat rate. All the games are on free play and you can go in and out. So if you go kind of early in the afternoon, you can bounce. There's a couple, uh, there's a couple great breweries in Alameda, you got Alameda Island, you got faction out there and you have uh, almanac all out on the Island. So there's a lot of great beer to be had uh, a couple other places closer to the pinball museum, you know, go get a beer and then come back and yeah shoot some more shoot some <laughs> more ball but uh getting back to the bistro our favorite event you know we all went out there last year and had a good time i was able to get down there this year with my good friend bleed origin black uh and burning barrel bruco gotta give a big shout out to the to the home team uh we, we went down there with our feaster famine double west coast ipa uh for our first time to the bistro and I, I think our IPA was amazing. Uh, it used uh, some New Zealand hops who I, I'm most familiar with from hazy IPAs or our cloudy IPAs. But having it in a West Coast IPA brought like a nice kind of tropical note to a very clear, dank West Coast IPA that drank really smooth. Uh, if you're in the Sacramento area and haven't gotten to get on that feast or famine, go get it before it's gone. Yeah. Um, but we had a blast down there. Uh, it truly is the uh, beer fest that the brewers go to. As I was walking around, I felt like, you know, every, everywhere I looked, I was like, there's this guy and there's that guy <laughs> from this brewery and that brewery. Which, which is cool because so many beer fests around you go to, like each brewery's got their own little table and booth and pouring their beers. But with Bistro, they have their own pours down right. the line. So the the, the brewery brewers can enjoy mingle collab possibly you know so it's like the brewers uh beer fest indeed sadly i didn't go this year <laughs> so shout out to all all the great brewers and friends uh that we ran into out there um so now i got some more found footage um I don't know that I recorded much while we were at the actual bistro, but I got a couple of, oh, shout out to Bruce Sippin Nurse too. Uh, he came out and our homie Sanjay, Tracy, uh, saw them all out there. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll see what, what we got on the tape here. Of course, uh, please don't grade me down for my uh, recording after three and a half hours of drinking 87 double IPAs and Ooh. four triples. Nice. Um, but I, I know we met some new friends on the train back to Sacramento. So you're going to hear us talking to them. I think we get into talking about our favorites from the festival. Um, so if you were out there, um, hopefully your experience was as great as ours. And uh, if we didn't mention it, please come through the comments on the episode and let us know what your favorites were from out at the Bistro and uh, maybe any other great double IPAs that you've had in the past year and breweries that we need to check out. Yeah, absolutely. So here we go with the Wayne's Rail transition. What? 
Hunt's Fresh Hop Heads. We are back. The Fresh Hops Podcast is out here at the Bistro's 23rd Annual Double IPA. I'd like to say Double and Triple IPA Fest, but it wasn't that. It was a Double IPA Fest with some Triple IPAs present. And they were not to be discarded. They went fast. They were tasty. Um, and, and I'm talking to you here and now after the fact because we were just having too much fucking fun at the festival. Uh, I am now in the car with the homies Bleed Orange and Black. Yay, yay! And the Bruce Ibn Nurse. Here we go again. And uh, I don't know, we, we had a blast out there. We were drinking, I, I've said multiple times, uh, before I was making uh, physical faux pas, uh, mis misnaming my brewers and mis misidentifying my brewers. Um, of how it was like I was looking at my Instagram feed walk around in front of me. I saw so many different brewers from breweries I love um, and, and got to talk to a lot of them. Uh, shout out to the street we're driving down in Hayward right now. Beautiful tree-lined street. I feel like I'm driving through a painting looking at like... I mean, come on, y'all. Don't make me sound like the drunkest one in the car. Like, the trees look pretty, right? It's your podcast. Hey, the trees look pretty. They look great. It's amazing. But really, though, uh, Bistro 23rd Annual Double IPA Fest. You got to put some respect on the name just for that. Um, before I don't have Ken in the car anymore, I got to ask you, what was your favorite you had? Man, it was a ton of them, actually, man. Like, honestly, I liked Absolution. They had a dope one, Wicked 2023. I mean, 2023 that they had. Uh, shit, I love Burning Barrels IPA. That hey, one was, hey, yeah, that was actually Burning Barrels. Yeah, that was dope. Uh, you know, they had Pliny. Pliny is always what you're going to get. The Young is always going to be what it is. It's like what you expect from an official double IPA, of course. I love that they have the younger, but then they also have the elder, and it's kind of just like pushed to the side. Like, oh yeah, we have this as well. Yeah, we have this one as well if you want the elder. But younger is here. You know, it's, you know, it's like when you're picking your women. You're like, uh, I could use... A, a younger woman, I mean, an older woman, but I'm gonna take this younger right now. Yeah. <laughs> the elder will always be there for you, but the younger, you gotta get get in while the getting is good. Yeah. Uh, and we got it, and it was good. Around um, the horn, though. But there around were the horn around the horn. Hey. Yes, it was. It was right. I, I got to meet Andrew from Around the Horn. Uh, shout out, shout out. As I told you, my favorite brewery that I have not yet been to. Uh, but best believe I will be making plans to get out there towards Yosemite, Groveland, and Around the Horn Brewing real soon. Uh, Alpha Acid had a good one. Uh, we, we're at that point in the car where we're jumping off. Um, so I just want to shout out Ken. Uh, he hooked me up uh, with that Beer is Black History. Uh, he got the Full Circle, that uh, uh, Helicoastal, and that Oak Park, uh, which is basically all the things you can collect here on the West Coast. And then they have Montclair Brewing out there with the Beer is Black History. Uh, this is a uh, initiative, a, a beer coming out through drought season, a collaboration, drought season out of Atlanta, Georgia, 
Uh, so if y'all don't know, and if you're listening to me, you do, because we don't talk with them before uh, we were out in Atlanta. So y'all be knowing about that Atlanta beer scene, Atlantucky, also coming with a beer is Black History soon. Um, but uh, Ken pulled up with those for me. So, you know, I had to drop him with some of the, the triples and doubles that we be dropping here in San Francisco Beer Week. Yes, um, but uh, just shout out to the brother Ken. I ain't going to see you again today, but I will see you again soon. Yes, and shout out to the people. All right, y'all have a great one. And uh, definitely enjoyed this Hayward Bistro WIPA Festival. It was excellent. I'm kind of a little slurred right now. (laughs) Make sure you're checking out Bruce Sippin' Nurse underscores in between on Instagram, uh, Drought Season, Atlantucky, all the homies, like, be up with them because you know know what's coming up. uh, Broomer Brothers as well. Uh, You know what's coming up here uh, in the the recent months, the coming months. Uh, And of course, we know it's big big beer season out here in Northern California. And we'll keep it coming because we got the biggest beers, you know. And we'll keep those big beers coming. Hey, the podcast don't stop. We got a two-hour train ride. And best believe... I'm going to be telling you all the stuff from the Bistro. So here it goes. One, two, and go. I keep wanting to say it's taking a weird turn, but I don't think it takes any turn. All right. Tell me exactly how it was like starting. The Fresh Hops podcast is back. The turns have been taken. The beer has been drinking. And it's getting a lot of warm and heated up in here. Right now. That you have a warm family environment. People's dads have been called out for good reasons. For good reasons. But we met. We made friends here, <laughs> lifelong friends from the train. F- yeah, mother first. Hey, when in doubt, punch him in the face. Posey, go posey. <laughs> My podcast will stand by that. You can say whatever you want. I'll, 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 I'll edit it out if I don't have to. So we're we're on the Fresh Ops podcast right now. And I said like go posey, and you like you stared at me like you didn't know who he was. Hey. Hey, get, let, let, let's talk about him. Let's Where's talk about you on? Let's talk about when Buster Posey had to stand behind the fucking mound and Hunter Strickland threw at Bryce Harper. Ooh. I know B- yeah. BR BR just threw that up again. I'm ready for the interview. I just want to know how how do you feel about that? We all seen how Buster Posey felt about that. Uh, but how do you how do you feel about that instance? Hunter Strickland broke his I think uh, the look on Buster Posey's face said it for all of us. Hunter Strickland was a piece of shit. And you know what? I'd like to punch him in the face. Of course, he'd punch me back and it hurt more than I could punch would him. It, would it, though? Would it, though? And now I heard Michael Morris got his face crashed in by Jeff Samarja at some point and shit. I was just I was just rewatching that video and I was like, somebody came out of right field or left field with a whole lot of heart. That was Michael Morris. That you're exactly right. In the in the Hunter Strickland pitch ended Michael Morris's uh, career. And Michael Morris is a great, great um, 
you know, Major League Baseball player, San Francisco he, Giant, anyway. and in his career, because some jackass was so short-sighted, he had to throw up an end, and 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 it was wrong, and it's it. it at, at the end of the day, it does take two to tango, and I'm not putting the blame on Michael Morris, but at the end of the day, if Michael Morris's face wasn't where that fist was, his ass would be fine. <laughs> no, there was no fist that hit Michael Morris at all. It was Michael Morris jumping in, and a shoulder hit him because he was trying to break shit up. So Michael Morris did not take a fist to the face at all. He was standing up for his pitcher who's a jackass who didn't deserve it. And Buster Posey did not. No. Buster Posey said, alright, that's what you want to be. I'll see you do that. Hey, Buster Posey said, you're a jackass. You're all jackasses. And hope to God this confrontation doesn't end the career of a great uh, a baseball player like Michael Morris. And it turned out it did. And that was bullshit. But it, you, let's, let's get back. Let's get back to that prime reason. Hey, shout out to my wife, because I'll put this out right now. If I can get a framed picture of Buster Posey's face when fucking uh, when Bryce Harper charged the mound, Buster Posey's face said all of what we are saying right here. It was just, all right, dog, you want to be that? Then be that. That was what Buster Posey face said. And his face said, "Is his face said, Hunter Strickland, you suck. You're not worthy of me or any of my teammates. And f you." But he's too classy to say. Not not worthy of me putting my body on the line for your bullshit. That's for sure. And then, not worthy of any of us people because you're fucking Hunter Piss and you're stupid. And you don't understand to read the situation. You read the room, Hunter Strickland. And be a grown up for once in your fucking life. That's why you're nobody. Uh, a million dollar fucking arm and a ten cent brain. You <laughs> suck under fucking Strickland. <laughs> he ain't lying. Here first. <laughs> so as you guys come back to the fuck Hunter Strickland podcast, we want to tell you, you know, bring bring your hundred dollar body and your ten cent brain back to us while we talk about these amazing fucking beers that we had at the bistro. Today And here on the train We're drinking a bunch of We're train beer Other beer Are you going to explain What bistro means in French? Uh, the food place? The restaurant? Bistro Bistro is French for bistro <laughs> That's why like I, I worked in a French restaurant For seven years And people were like Do you speak French? And I'm like Yes no. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 I take it back. You said, you, you were right, you were right. People said, do you speak any French? People said, do you speak any French? And I say, no. That's French for no. <laughs> well, you don't want to know what they asked me when they said, which beer was the uh, people's choice? I said, well, naturally, number 28, everywhere. When in doubt, go with Buster Posey's. Shout out to everywhere. Shout out to number 28. I believe that is a new brewery out of Southern California. Out of uh, people from... Uh, uh, shit. Uh, what's that brewery? A small-ass brewery in Anaheim that... Chris, I was just telling you about it. 
Anaheim. Radiant. Radiant. I believe it's a former brewer from Radiant that's uh, throwing up for, for everywhere. So I should throw up for everywhere. We're all throwing up for everywhere because we are everywhere. We are 28. Everywhere. We are that. Is throwing up the right term? Throwing out. Throwing out. Throwing out. I'll throw up. I'll throw out. No, I said throw up. You're right. Um, It's not like my wife was throwing up this morning when she couldn't drive me to the train station. No, we're not going to cut this. This is a negative shout out. She's she's married to me, so I can say that. And you all have to listen. She'll continue to be married to me either way. She knows what she did. She knows what she did. And if she didn't, she'd be on the other side of this recording right now. And this wouldn't even be happening. Maybe she is. Well, she she's coming to pick me up. That's for sure. Hopefully, there's a whole other sidebar tangent. All right, tangent, tangent. First, let's go around. What are you drinking? Beer. Uh, I'm drinking the uh, triple IPA. Which one did you give me? It was the the um, ain't getting any younger. Ain't getting any younger. Which I love the claim name. steak. It's claim steak and it's super smooth. It's super drinkable and but also tasty. It's not just a nothing beer. I like it. This is what I used to say about that beer. It has no business being this smooth. That's what I like to say about a beer like that. It's like you got no business putting me in this position right now. Where I have to make other decisions about my life. I didn't know I was getting into making decisions of before drinking this beer. That's what the, the triple IPA is doing. The one good. And what are you? What are you doing? You're you're the only one with a full ass beer in front of us right yeah, now. That's because it's a train beer. It is a Lagunitas. It is an IPA. It is a basic bitch beer. And if they had panic on here, I'd be drinking it. But they don't, so I'm drinking Lagunitas. Hashtag train beer gang gang. Train, train, train gang. And I got Chris over here drinking uh, the Insta beer, the Insta gang, the Insta. Uh, shout out, shout out to Fog Belt because he's wearing an awesome Fog Belt shirt today. Uh, that can't be conveyed through podcasts other than me telling you that it's amazing. Um, only uh, the the only more amazing shirt than my Burning Barrel hophead from uh, 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 Mars Attacks uh, Dankness series. Y'all know what it is but Chris has got this fog belt shirt where like the head is peeled open like a poly pocket and it's got hops all inside yeah so y'all elder millennials elder millennials know what I'm talking about with the poly pocket what are you not drinking Chris uh, I'm not drinking beer I'm currently drinking uh, hydrogen and two oxygens so Chris is on his way to hosting. Yeah, he's drinking water. I, I think he said for all of our two oxygens. Chris is drinking water. We're not drinking water. He's, he's hosting the UFC game thing thing tonight. So I can't not hype that. Because at some point, people are going to be hitting each other in the face and we're going to be drinking beer. 
What were we just talking about, though? Well, what we, what we need to really talk about is the fact that Track 7 didn't show up at the Dipper Fest today. They were invited, they were on the, the list, and then somehow Track 7 decided, oh, you know what? We're not going to show up. I could have taken their fucking kegs up on the train today. Why didn't you show up? Where was Track 7 today? What, what went wrong with you, Track 7? Why weren't you there at the bistro? What made you like, like, like shrink away? What was so scary? Why could not Track 7 show up for the bistro today? That's the question. I am all on board with all these questions. I, you know, I guess that's the beautiful thing about 87 double IPAs on tap is you don't necessarily notice who's not there, but those of, those of us who love those breweries are wondering where they are when we come down looking forward to them and they're not there. So Track 7, we're wondering where you're at. We don't know. Where were you? Why were you so scared? I, I, why were you not available and prevalent? What's so scary? Because Marjorie Taylor Greene was there. Oh! <laughs> so they were too scared to debate. Man, she she's trying out for the new Abominable Snowman on fucking Matterhorn and shit. You see her? Like, that, I, I know I'm like just taking off of memes on the internet or whatever, but like the best way to tell people you are not of, like, uh, you, you are with the, the blue collar and everything right. is to wear an all white fucking felted this this and that anyway we don't need to talk about marjorie taylor ah or marjorie taylor boo we need to talk about marjorie taylor brew shout out anybody who wants to make that beer i'm, I'm on your team let's do it i'm not suing you i'm just brewing with you on a, on a fucking train. I'm currently <laughs> drinking. Look at that pour, perfect pour. I want the perfect pour. I got that straight bailing. This is that Moxa Hazy Double IPA. And this was their Sacramento Kings uh, inspired collab before the Light the Beam. The one that keeps selling out. Um, so I'm drinking that right now. And I got a little bit of that Burning Barrel Tribute of the Tropic Sour waiting in the wings. But for now, us, George, everybody, we're just enjoying the beautiful sunset on the Amtrak, the Capitol Corridor. Uh, for those that don't know, they're running a special right now on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Mondays. You buy one, everyone up to five more travelers are $5 a piece. So get on it. I'm not sponsored, but I'd love to be $5 a piece. That's what we got. So get, get on that. Get on that. $5 a piece. Yeah, no. He, he tried to, Chris tried to book us on that. And I was like, no, I see a better deal. Get on that. So, listeners, get on that. <laughs> Tell Capital Corridor that Fresh Ops Podcast needs to be sponsored. They need to sponsor us because we're talking about all the beers, uh, Sacramento, Bay Area, NorCal, everything from the top to the bottom and all the way down. Uh, so you guys need to be here drinking with us, singing with us, thinking with us. And in the meantime, we'll ride this train till the end of the line, and we'll tell you what it is in time. Uh, but for now, I'm going to sign out until the next time I sign on. 
and then you know we'll keep it going. All right, well, welcome to the mutiny section of the podcast right now. Here's where we take over. Yo, boy, got the hiccupasa. Hiccupasa. What's the problem with the? Uh, I I've caught the, the drink the drinker's disease, as I like to call it, <laughs> and it's coming in uh, very live, lively. Uh, so that would be a good time for me to put other people on the microphone. <laughs> Tell me about your favorite beers from the bistro. Well, what I really like mostly all is the uh, is El Segundo, El Segundo Hammerland. If you're looking for a good uh, mm. classic double IPA, get the Hammerland, and not just get it once, get it twice, get it three times, get it four times. And if you aren't hammered after the Hammerland, then you aren't trying. <laughs> Interesting enough. Your boy here okay. at Bleed Orange and Black loves the dank. I wanna Talking about the dank, the dank Williams from Cellar Maker had me saying thank you very much for giving me this delicious beer. Dank wise, we're also looking at the Lurid Lupulin, the Ghost Town Slice collab. As you feel like you just put down the dankness and then picked up additional dankness like here we go I think that's what we're looking at otherwise the other one that we're looking at honestly it's a brewery you haven't heard of much of but it's out of Belmont California it's called Alpha Acid Alpha Acid had this thing they're talking about Belmont Bully. The Belmont Bully bullied you with just an excessive amount of janky hops, smooth tastes, and I'm going to be looking out for Alpha Acid out of Belmont. I'm going to follow them and I'm going to be all about that. Tell them to get up to Sacramento. Alpha Acid, we need your shit up in Sacramento. If you need a rip, a rep sorry shout out to rip though but if you need a rip i know a guy if you need a rip i also know a guy shout out to ian and danny the guys down at rip you guys are always killing it with that west coast ipas i fucking love your ipas i love your west coast ipas i fucking love your Black IPA You need to make it so I can drink it every oh, I think we're at, I think we're just, we're at You caught me in between the cups Next one's okay, let's go. So we're all good. Big ups to Rip Big ups to Around the Horn Oh, uh, I got to meet Andrew uh, when I was hanging out with Duncan. I got to meet Andrew from Around the Horn. And big ups to everyone on the brew team over at Around the Horn. Uh, my favorite brewery I haven't been to, but will definitely be being to soon. You guys have any breweries you want to share? Favorites from the festival? Urban Roots out of Sacramento is the bomb, the best beer 
in the Sacramento region. It, Rachel, it, what's your favorite beer? Oh, Urban Roots. Rachel is also gang gang. Urban Roots gang. Okay. Double hiccup gang. Uh, so here uh, on our capital corridor, we will be signing off. I'm burping into the all. Oh, you're getting all the ASMR, ASMR, or whatever you people call it. Yeah, listen to that on your headphones, motherfuckers. Um, and by motherfuckers, I mean loyal li listeners. I love you. <laughs> but anyway, we're about to get off the train. I'm drinking an IPA and a sour. I've got the straight Balin Hazy Double from Moxa. And I've got the Trippy in the Tropics, that fruited sour. That's <laughs> from Burning Barrel. Spillsy McSpillsworth. First time for everything. Yeah, first time. First time today, first time today. Anyway, I spilled my beer. I'm gonna drink another beer. I'm gonna clean up the beer I spilled. You guys will probably hear from me again in probably 20 seconds. On your time, but on our time, it'll be a few minutes. There it is. No, I'm sitting on it. Let's go. All right, and uh, I was just indulging in a bit of herbal refreshment to to <laughs> deal with my bistro hangover uh shout out again to everybody that we went with ran into and met out at the bistro had a great time i'm gonna give a special extra shout out i know i probably mentioned at some point in there but floodcraft brewing out of san jose um they won the uh or was second place in the judging for double IPAs. And it was just really cool. They're kind of a smaller brewery. I believe they're out of the Whole Foods down there near the Shark Tank. Um, my buddy Danny lives by there. He call, calls that my home store, nice. my, my home spot. <laughs> and I've been there to drink beers with him before. Um, good good little spot. And they, they made a great double IPA. I should be looking at the name, but I, I left my list uh, from the fest in the other room uh and at the moment i'm i might have told this whole story uh in the recorded content so apologize if i'm saying this twice in a row but had a really cool moment when going to check out their beer because you know of course you see the judging you're like who's this brewery i never heard of that apparently has an amazing beer so i go to check it out with a bunch of other people who are going to do the same thing see a dude in a flood craft shirt and i was like oh do you work at the brewery he's like yeah i'm the brewer and then just kind of <laughs> like yeah yeah giving him high fives and stuff and just the look on his face of the pride for you know the work he put in this amazing beer and you know having us beer nerds and, and lovers appreciators uh, appreciating the work that he had done. Um, so big ups to Floodcraft Brewing. I'm Hell looking yeah. forward to finally getting down there when we finally <laughs> get down to our friends and narrative fermentations. Uh, we're going to get it on the books. We're going to get it, get it this summer. 2023. 2023. I want to, I want to tie it into a San Jose Giants game. I know y'all know we're not close to San Jose. So give us a little grace on not getting down there. Um, but we, we do love narrative fermentations and yeah. look forward to getting out, hanging out with them, checking out Floodcraft. 
and of course taking in some heat stroke and a sunburn at a San Jose Giants game. I, I say that now that I live in Sacramento, I'm probably a little more used to it. But I, every time I went to a San Jose Giants game in, in years past, it was always the hottest day of the year. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, note kids, don't go to Wednesday and Thursday day games in San Jose in August. Or as we call uh, June through September at the Rivercats here in Sacramento. Yes, basically. <laughs> and one more quick question about the bistro. I, I always forget, but it, are they blind judging? Or is it, do they know what they're judging? Well, for? so it's, it's, you know, quote, professionally judged, unquote, no yeah. disrespect to any of the judges, but I believe there is actually a uh, beer judging certification sure. you, you go through. And so the, the judges, I'm not sure if they know who, who's who, when they're doing it. I, I want to say they do. Um, and obviously I want to hope that that has nothing to do with well, absolutely. their, yeah. um, decisions, but, uh, and they have the people's vote. And, and then, yes, cool. they have the people's vote. So when you get there, you get a little piece of paper where you can write your one favorite. And of that, that was the Slice and, or sorry, I should, Ghost Town and Slice collab. Nice. I believe Lurid Lupulin. Um, Very Which cool. had a really, really hashtag drinkable canvas, <laughs> awesome can. Uh, the can art is like a hop cross section but the inside of the hop looks like a heart oh, um, really cool uh would look great on a shirt uh shout out to the people at ghost town and at slice i i will post up with this episode but i got a great picture with them as they were kind of convening after the victory and it was kind of a cool one. i was going up and i was like you guys want me to like take a picture of y'all and they're like oh get in the picture i was <laughs> nice. like yeah so I'm going to go have to crack one of those to uh, go on the search. Oh, and of course, I, I'm sure I may have addressed that before, um, but first place was Alvarado Street with their double cone, an amazing double West Coast IPA they've been making for years. Uh, and I, I remember when we were there, it was kind of one of those, well, we don't need to go try the Alvarado because we've had it before and we know it's great. Yeah. And sure enough, that was the winner. So right on. Uh, if you still have double cone anywhere out in your area, snatch it up <laughs> and uh, know that you're drinking the Bistro gold medal uh, double West yeah. Coast IPA. It's, put it on a ribbon, put yeah. it around your neck, and you're walking around with an award. Right I mean, <laughs> I, I think I can say this, like being where we are, in you know not just the sacramento northern california area but just california as a whole i mean this is where at west coast ipa lives yeah so this 23 year old double west coast ipa festival i mean it's got to be the place <laughs> to go if you're making you double so. west coast ipa so uh, anything winning there you can rest uh, well knowing that you know that's, that's some solid stuff i believe 2021 moxa's sticky sips won the gold i believe so yeah and, and i still have a couple cans of that not the 2021 version yeah. but the recent batch that they dropped the same week as the eld i was like oh i'm gonna spend 250 dollars on stouts but why don't, why don't you throw the four pack of that good double ipa in there as well and that's one of my go-to's when i'm at moxa when i see it up there um and i was kind of thinking back to pliny when you know where it's kicking and i know we got other stuff to talk about real quick but it's like first thing i thought of more places gotta have digital pour bring bring out digital pour yeah digit digit pour i mean un untap's good for that too <laughs> yeah. i think I, I mentioned to someone at uh 
Burning Barrel yesterday, they were looking for one of our beers we had just sold out of, and they said that they'd go on untapped to find it. Um, but Digipour, I think my favorite thing was that was knowing when the keg was about to yeah, kick. Which, exactly. With Pliny, Pliny the Younger, it's not <laughs> true. It, it goes faster than Digipour would be able to account for. You could probably like sit, open your Digipour app and, and just, just watch, watch a live feed of the keg <laughs> going from full to empty in less than an hour. Good point. Good point. But, uh, yeah, shout, shout out to Digipore. Shout out to our homies up in Reno at uh, Beer Envy uh, who uses Digipore. And of course, I was trying to get out there when I was, but the, the group I was with was, it didn't work out. <laughs> I'll just say, uh, you know, just a stone's throw away. Don't think we won't be back. Uh, Absolutely. If not sooner, of course, in June for their biggest little beer fest. Uh, go make sure you're following uh, Biggest Little Beer Scene or no. Yeah, they got the biggest biggest little, little beer week. Beer week, uh, invitational. I mean, there's there's two sites and of BLI course, Beer Fest, BLI Beer Week, Beer Envy. All those things uh, you should follow if they are. I know some of them are actual Instagram handles. I'm probably misquoting some of the BLIs, but you know, just look up Biggest Little Beer Fest and you'll find all the stuff you need to know on that. Yeah, uh, and refer back to our previous episodes as we had a great time. The last two biggest little beer fests, and of course we're you know planning to go up there and do it big again. I think they said they're going to try. Uh, last year it was attached to the biggest little beer week, right? It was the end. Yeah, I, I want to try and get up there for a couple days around it, so we can get into some more of the local stuff while we're up there. So maybe you know, well, it'll be like the MTV Beach House, but it'll be the Fresh Hops Hop House for biggest little beer fest. Yeah, because Airbnb. Because when there. I was up there, I drove by a few breweries that we didn't visit on our and i can't name i can't picture the name of the brewery right now because i'm terrible but i i got as funny as it sounds i grabbed a six pack of their beer from uh walmart by the hotel i was at and because it was a dirty wookie so i had to get that on principle but and we went by the brewery later on so but you mentioned something about burning barrel uh when somebody's on them tapped and you guys had a very busy day uh, just recently, yeah. Just like I'm waking up and my bottom <laughs> half is all sore from running around or running back and forth between the register and the taps. Uh, the fourth annual Burning Barrel Tiki Party took place yesterday, uh, where we annually release uh, a nice slate of tiki-inspired sour beers. This year we had six. Yeah. Uh, releases for the Saturday party uh, that featured uh, you know, Hoppus Woodfire Pizza was throwing down some amazing island inspired pizzas. They actually had a uh, um, uh, was it uh, Kalua pork marinated in our Trippy in the Tropics sour oh. beer, which was an amazing sour. And that was a piece I had, of. and it was delicious. Yes, I had some yeah. of it. It was it was delicious. <laughs> I have some in the fridge. Nice. I'm gonna have it later. It'll be delicious. <laughs> Um, we had a DJ out there early from 11 to two, getting the day vibes going. We always decorate. We got lays for everybody. Yeah. I got laid. Uh, finally. Hey, (laughs) it was Uh, about time. Well, the dry spell is always over when you come to burning barrel. And as I mentioned at the beginning, we had six amazing sour beers. This one right here in our glass is, uh, my favorite of them. It is called the Jaguar juice, the Jaggy wall. (laughs) 
That was a terrible Jaguar sound. Uh, this beer is pineapple, mango, vanilla soft serve, and cream of coconut. Um, and of course, I had to pour this one for Joe. He said he might have tried it, but for the Disney fans out there yes. listening, this one reminds me of a uh, Dole Whip with a hint of mango, or almost a Dole, Dole Whip float because of the consistency. Shoot. Oh, I think I had, did have a drink of it for my sister. Or should I say, Congaloosh? Congaloosh! Oh, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's like juice. It. That's juice. Oh, my God. I, I want to I wanna freeze it into a popsicle and, <laughs> and uh, you know, make, make sexual faces into a camera while I'm sucking on it. Oh, my God. <laughs> this beer is amazing. Yeah, it uh, is. Nice frothy head even reminds you uh, of the Dole Whip float, you know? Yeah, it does. got the soft serve on top and the juice on the bottom. Um, I told you, dark, dark rum floater, maybe put it on ice. This is another beer that I wouldn't mind mixing as my champagne juice, you know. <laughs> Can we get a candle of this also? Shout out Craft Cheers and Candles. Might need to make that happen. Yes. But uh, yeah, this is a great tasty sour beer. Um Always shout shouts out to Burning Barrel, but especially when we have these awesome events, it's so great to see everybody coming out. A lot of people dressed up, uh, yeah. you know. Look forward to the tiki party. I I was able to dig out one of my Hawaiian <laughs> shirts, and and I was uh, I understood the assignment and showed up appropriately dressed. And me being a I'm a big tiki fan, I just felt like another Saturday with another tiki shirt uh, and a tiki room shirt. Shout out to our good friend Will El El Baracho. Uh, no, you got El Perro Baracho. El Perro, I knew I was missing somewhere, <laughs> but uh, he he grabbed me that Maui Waui uh, Altamont Hawaiian shirt for my birthday, so I sporting that out. And, and, and my buddy Derek from Altamont was sitting there at the bar wearing yeah, the same exactly. shirt. Well, I'm um, like, I'm like, great taste, sir, great taste. <laughs> big ups to him. He he slid through. He he works with Altamont and hooked me up with a can of that scarcity triple IPA Ooh. that is their 10 year anniversary edition. This was the 10 year anniversary for Altamont. Yeah. And their scarcity triple. So I got that in the fridge, just percolating. We'll definitely be getting to that before I head to Mexico. But as a patron, uh going, uh, I mean of course, going like like supporting Burning Barrel, uh, your your home base, but it's a fun event. I mean, it was busy. I got there maybe right at two, and I was there for a couple hours. Uh, met up with uh, our good friends, the sisters of Craft Beer, and uh, my sister and my brother in law showed up. But it was consistent. Kaniki trivia, shout K- out Kaniki trivia uh, on Instagram. Uh, but the line was like around the corner for the long ass time. And I mean, but nobody from what I saw, usually people get really like annoyed with big crowds. And see, everybody, the vibe was good. The hollow vibes, man. Exactly. Those island vibes. I want to pour this yeah. beer for two. <laughs> but there was a few people that were bummed that they, did get, they didn't get laid. But, you know, they ran out. It was that busy. We're we're promiscuous with our beer, but you know we're still. Uh, but what I had, because um, I like I've mentioned m- numerous times, I'm not a big fan of coconut, even though you can't really taste the coconut in a lot of these beers. But it's just that I know it's in there, so fuck you, I'm not drinking it. Uh, nothing against the brews or beers. That's just because I'm weird. You're but, drinking it right now, exactly, and it's <laughs> delicious. See, I, I'm I'm proving myself wrong. But I had the 
Harpy's Harpoon. Yep. Which I'm, I'm sure Alex could kind of elaborate more of the flavor and everything, but that was delicious. I really enjoyed that. I had, it t- I had two of those. And then the Passion Fruit Puffer. Puff? Yes, that was one of our barrel aids. Yeah, that was good. I believe that was the one in the pink tequila barrels, uh, which I learned uh, is a tequila that was aged in once wine barrels. Yeah. So kind of a, a previous barrel aged sour we did, I call it barrelception because it was <laughs> a beer that was aged in a rum barrel that was once a wine barrel. <laughs> and I was like, then they should take the barrel and put wine in it again and it'll go full circle. <laughs> nice. But yeah, those are both very delicious. Then uh, when they're drinking with uh, Allie and Amy, you know, they all had all their samplers. So I, I did taste the Drunken Monkey, which was really good. And I think that was it. I didn't have the gecko grog, that, but I'm glad we have it right now. That's it, right? The jaguar juice. Jaguar juice. Sorry, no. you had six releases. I got confused, man. Yeah, no, the, <laughs> the gecko grog, the jaguar juice, the drunken monkey, the harpy's harpoon, the passion fruit puff, and the monarch mist were yeah. all six of the beers that came out. Um, by time of this recording, they're all still available. Don't know if it comes out, uh, still holds true by time it's released or by time that you're listening. Uh, but if you are listening and it go now, go check it out. Yeah. See, see what you can get. Our tiki releases are always awesome. If you're a fan of, uh, you know, the tiki culture, tiki, uh, flavors and tiki styles. Yeah. And, and uh, and as, as myself being, I, I, I self-proclaimed tiki aficionado, uh, I do appreciate that because, yeah, I love tiki drinks, but I'm a beer drinker. That's why I do a beer podcast with yeah. Alex. And so a brewery that does tiki style beers, it's it's perfect. It's awesome. Well, and that's what's great about any time you have two things you love overlapping. Yeah. Uh, I know we have a beer group, uh, a Star Wars focused beer group on Facebook. Uh, it's called Hop Wars, right? Hop Wars. Yeah. The group, the little event I ran last night or not last night, last year. And, uh, for our event at Star Wars Celebration, uh, we've actually, myself and Alex, uh, kind of got this little group with uh, Kimberly and her husband, uh, Craig out of the UK. Um, they're, they're part of the group and they'll be sharing an event. If you're going to Star Wars Celebration, uh, next month, no, in April, uh, there will be a, a bottle share. And Kimberly, she's known as a craft beer pinup. Uh, follow her. She's awesome. Uh, has teamed up with the Emperor's, em- Emperor's Brewing. Brewing Company yeah. out of the UK, which is uh, obviously in the name, uh, Emperor Palpatine-themed uh, brewery. So uh, check them out. We love sh- shouting them out. So hopefully we can do a little cross-the-pond collab with them also sometime soon. Yeah, or whatever. Get get some of the some emperors yeah. to Sacramento. But I did have their stout. I forget what it was. It might have, I think it might have been called the Imperial Imperial Stout. And uh, this is the first time I've ever had something that had uh, date dates in it. Okay. So I've never had dates uh, in the regular form, but I had it in beer form, in stout form, and it was awesome. Beer so, date. Beer date. So... Yeah, that, uh, you know, it's uh, two things overlapping. And of course, yesterday at the Tiki Party, uh, be remiss if I didn't mention the DU Tiki Cast, which you also oh, host. Yes. Uh, and you have a new co-host at the DU Tiki Cast. Yes. A very talented, very lovely Teeny Tao. She's a musician out of the uh, Southern California area. So when I, visit, when I visited her in November, 
we went to Vin Tiki, which is a local tiki bar in Ventura. And at, since I was there, I looked up and like, hey, what's breweries are around? So I checked it out, and that's when I went to Poseidon Brewery uh, in Ventura, which I enjoyed the hell out of. They, it's a lot of the uh, what they call the Mark V kind of style, oldie t- style of like uh, nautical uh, scuba diving, and all their all their beers are nautical themed. So um, one of my favorite parts, I've mentioned this before, because I had the flight and it was very delicious. And I wish I would have got the name of the uh, uh, beer tender there because she was awesome. But uh, when I went down, I'm like, I didn't know what four pack to get because I wanted to come home with some beers for me and Alex. And so I'm like, I'm trying to decide between three beers, maybe four. I can't. She's like, well, I can mix up that four pack for you. Boom. Boom. I'm like, you guys do that? Yeah, no problem. And I'm like, shit, let's do this. I don't know. I mean, I don't say I don't know why more people don't do it, but it's not... Not my decision, but I am so glad. Shout out. That's an extra two points, in my opinion, for Poseidon Brewery. The beer was delicious. The the brewery was awesome. It was roomy. Uh, I went there early in the day, so it was before like the food and people came in. So I was only one per, only one in there at the time, but the atmosphere was awesome. So what I did bring, well, I'll let Alex choose what he wants to uh, try, but... I like that they had a very big selection of styles of beer. You can see I've already chosen oh, what I want to try, but I'll awesome. let you turn around and introduce the other sure. beers. And let, while while he's turning them around and getting ready, I just want to shout Joe with that amazing segue, consummate professional here, <laughs> uh, segueing from the Tiki Cast and his trip to Poseidon Brewing. Because we're at this point, we're talking about traveling and beers. I'm getting ready to travel uh, to Mexico next week, um, so you know. I'll, I'll shout out whatever sort of craft beer I get into down there. But I was just trying to throw a shameless plug to the Tiki cast. Well, thank you. Obviously, you're be, being out for the Tiki party. And I'm looking forward to checking out new episodes of the show with you and Tal. Um, a lot of great things coming up in 2023. Yeah. So... Continuing my shameless plug of that, if you're not, if you are a fan of the tiki culture, drinks, style, any of the stuff like that, go check out the DU Tiki cast and what they're doing over there. And uh, now back to uh, your regularly scheduled beer programming and Poseidon Brewing. Well, and I just want to piggyback on tiki culture and tiki community real quick too. Uh, our Our local Jungle Bird tiki bar here in Midtown Sacramento is a great tiki bar, great food, great tiki drinks. That's a, that's Addie and I's favorite bar in Sacramento yes. right now. Awesome. We, we've been regulars over the last couple of weeks. Glad to hear. Um, yeah, I, I want to go there uh, for their Fat Tuesday thing, but I don't know if I'll make it. But um, one thing I, I do like to shout out is, yeah, it's a tiki bar. They got great tiki drinks, great food, but they actually have a really good beer selection, and they keep it pretty much in theme, too. So you got your... Maui Wowies, you got their uh, Jungle Bear, uh, their collaboration with Loomis uh, up here. And then though I think they had the, uh, I, I, I forgot about it, but when one of the past episodes uh, were, oh, I think it was when we were talking about the um, Disney pop-up. Uh, Addy was mentioning the Two Can Touch This. And I think they had the Dole Whip Sour, or is that yeah. the one from Track 7? I think so. So they'll do that and once they, a while. And they had some Star Wars IPAs yeah. during the Star Wars pop-ups. And then, so. then, you know, for, you know, whatever. But they also have Kona, which I, I love Kona. Shout out to Kona and Red Stripe. So all the beers are at least themed to the Tiki Bar. So if, if you're not into Tiki drinks, they do have a really good beer selection there. So 
Shout out to Jungle Bear. Bird. Yes. But going back to Poseidon Brewing in Ventura, like I said, I really enjoyed this. So the four pack I grabbed, uh, which I've been dying to break into this, is the, I got a Dirty Diver. It's a double uh, pale ale uh, IPA here. And uh, very good. I remember drinking this. It was delicious. I also got what they call the Liberty Card, which is a German-style uh, Hell's Lager. And like I said, I really enjoy that they had uh, a wide spectrum of beers. Kind of reminds me of our, our good friends at Dark Heart. They have a little bit of everything there, and everything's pretty tasty. So um, very cool. And I think very, very drinkable canvases on these cans here. I also got the Ironclad Irish-style red ale, because I do love my red ales. This was delicious. It had a little bit of spice to it. Um, not not quite like the Kungaloosh that we had at Skipper Canteen at Disney World, but very close. But maybe not as much spice t- to that. And then I, Alex has, I think, my favorite beer that I did have there. Hey, I'm glad that that's the one I'm grabbing, because nice. this is the one that we're drinking. Nice. This is the Snorkeling Schwarz beer. A, uh, apologize for the accent. I don't know what I was going for there. Uh, Female detective (laughs) in an action film or something. The German Schwartz beer. This is a German style black lager. Uh, yeah, we can get into this. I'm going to read the back of the can on this one. Uh, great blurbs on all the beers on the back of the can. The Snorkeling Schwartz beer. We brewed a Schwartz beer. What may be the oldest continuously brewed beer style in the world it literally means black beer in German. Brewed with all German grains and hops, this black lager balances smooth roasted malt flavors with moderate hop bitterness. Each sip will remind you of drinking a Pilsner, but with notes of coffee and toast and hints of caramel. Yes. We dare you to enjoy a couple and then say snorkeling Schwartz beer five times fast. <laughs> well, I don't have a couple, but we are going to enjoy this one and... Then try and say snorkeling Schwartz beer five times fast. <laughs> yeah, this is this is delicious. Uh, like I said, I had a flight. Hmm. Oh damn, that's aromatic. Yes, it is. That's an active beer. <laughs> but and it was it was hard to actually name a, a favorite because, like I said, everything I had there was just just simply delicious and everything was different too. So. Here we go. Imas. And since this is a German style, we say Prost. That's nice. I uh, I kind of hung on the, the description where it said uh, drinking a Pilsner with hints of like coffee and caramel. Definitely that. I, I, I'm always a fan of black lagers. Mm-hmm. Uh, y'all know I'm the biggest black IPA stand there is out there. But I just love those dark roasted malts paired with, you know, a, a light drinker or even a hoppy drinker. Um, Yeah, it's, it's a, this is awesome. Yeah. And like I said, I, we're fresh hops. We love West Coast IPAs. We love IPAs here. But anytime I go to a brewery that has just a fast selection I love beer in general, so having a red ale is German. I've never had this kind of German Pilsner before, and it is delicious. And I've been to like our Midtown Beer Garden and Catherine's Beer Gardens, and I usually stick to the uh, the Marzen styles because you get a one liter mug. So sorry to say no to that, but no, this is delicious. Taking me back to Ventura. 
Taking him back to Ventura. All right. While I haven't had a couple of snorkeling Schwartz beers, I have had a couple of beers. So I'm ready for the challenge. You, All right. Is it five ca- times? You counting? I'll count. Here we go. Snorkeling Schwartz beer. Ding. Snorkeling Schwartz beer. Ding. Snorkeling Schwartz beer. Ding. Snorkeling Schwartz beer. Ding. Snorkeling Schwartz beer. Snorkeling Schwartz beer. Six. Bang, 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 bang. He did a six. Bang, bang, Schwartz beer gang. <laughs> Here we go. Nice. This is a delicious beer. And I uh, I know he, he was pushing the dirty diver on us. Since we had the big chicken earlier, I yeah. didn't want to have another double IPA just yet. At this point in my Saturday afternoon. <laughs> oh. Nice, but uh, I, I like the selection you got with the the lager, the Irish style red. That sounds like something I'm excited to try. Um, but this uh, great choice, yeah. And I forget the name of it, but on my flight, I feel like I also had a triple, or or maybe it was a West Coast, like a Belgian triple or a triple IPA. Uh, IPA, sorry, I had two IPAs, and I went home with a double. Maybe it was a West Coast or a hazy. But I, I didn't come home with that. But the cool thing, too, is, uh, you know, we talk about fresh hops, and I'm sure this is on every other can, but it's very, they got the time stamp on when it was canned. Yeah. I just noticed it's a little bit bigger than other cans, so. Yeah, no, they're, they're not playing around. Yeah. You know when this beer is from. Yeah. So shout out to Poseidon. Like, I, I, I wish, like I said, I would have got the, the beer tender's name. Uh, she, was, she was a rock star. Uh, very knowledgeable, very cool, and uh, I plan on headed there again next time I'm in the Ventura area. Most stuff, yeah, a lot, a lot of great beers out there in the Ventura, what a kind of northwest Los Angeles County. Yeah, uh, our good friend Cisco, uh, IPA fan, uh, mentioned another brewery uh, that he's like, you got to try that. I just, I was on a limited time, and the key was. Uh, Vin Tiki, <laughs> the Tiki bar. So the brewery was uh, was kind of a bonus for that particular What trip. was the other one he mentioned? I can't remember. Uh, <laughs> so I was going to say Casa Agria. Uh, when Addy and I were staying down the coast that way, we stopped in there. And, you know, it was a quick trip mostly to pick up to-goes. But that's definitely one uh, I, I know of in the area. A big one to check out. I think Tarantula Hill is down that way as well. They've collabed uh, with our friends at Movement before. But yeah, I mean, on this podcast, we love obviously our local craft beer, but as I always think, you know, the best way to get to know an area is through their local scene. And for us, that's that local craft beer scene. Yeah. So wherever we get to, um, whether, whether it was, uh, you know, Joe's recent trip down to Poseidon, uh, and my upcoming trip to Puerto Vallarta, I already looked up, I found a couple small craft breweries out there, um, you know, not expecting much. I'm I'm out here asking people for tips on bringing beer to Mexico. I I have traveled with beer many times before. I'm just I want to make sure that no one's going to stop me at customs for bringing heat. You know, like I'm smuggling yeah. cocaine coming with that hot big chicken <laughs> shit across the border. You know, not to be confused with chicken shit. I'm talking about big chicken, comma shit. <laughs> 
But yeah, so was, I, I'm going to bring some stuff so I make sure that I, I won't be going hungry, but I'll be eating when I'm down there and I, I'm going to make sure to share with you guys any sorts of cool beer stuff I encounter. Uh, I heard they have a taco district in Puerto Vallarta. I would hope uh, so. You know, I mean, there's plenty of beer districts. We got the Rancho Brewery District right here in Rancho Cordova, Sacramento. Um, but a taco district is something I can get down with. Which shout out to my brother-in-law, Ken. Uh, like I said, they came out last night. We did the, they came up for the Tiki party. Uh, he's been a movement before, uh, actually his first time at movement. I think both her, him and my sister was the Disney trivia, but they enjoy the burning barrel every time. One they come point. Out. Yeah, one point. One point. But it was the first time since they do trivia. I've been trying to get them to, uh, visit, uh, log off. And cause, uh, I know you guys do bingo also. But our good friends, uh, Sisters of Craft Beer, do uh, log off uh, bingo. That's right. I actually hosted bingo yes. this last week. Disney metal. Disney metal. <laughs> Disney hair metal. Yeah. Um, as he's mentioning, Burning Barrel, we got music bingo every Wednesday night. Starts at 7 p.m. Totally free to join. So please come and join me and everybody at Burning Barrel for that. And of course, Saturday nights, our friends, the Sisters of Craft Brews, host uh, music bingo at log off brewing also in the barrel district i believe that starts at six o'clock on yeah. saturdays and they run it for a little bit longer they do many games yeah uh, both traditional and music bingo but this last week at burning barrel i i was finally got off my disney music playlist and i kind of promoted it a little the week before uh so it was cool to see a few people show up with their mouse ears nice i i bought them all stickers i said yeah anybody in mouse ears you're getting stickers i did a, a double bingo for disney music to make sure we could hear more of the playlist <laughs> and we had a good time with that and i paired that with the new music playlist of hair metal um which took a little longer for people to get to because i think you know half the audience doesn't remember the hair metal era <laughs> um, but that it was That's a good okay. time music bingo is great it's kind of like a cool blend of trivia karaoke and bingo all together so um shout out both log off <laughs> and burning barrel get out to those uh local local uh, yeah. activity or entertainment <laughs> nights at the well, brewery. Cause we live in Roseville and he's like, Oh, I see why you come out this way because right. Roseville's got breweries, but they are, but it's, it's, you got slice and Lincoln, you got Moxa and Rockland, you got everything's kind of spread out, yeah. but the barrel district is one block, then ha a block later. Boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom. Hit her, hit her. We got about five breweries within like two and a half miles, at the, if that. Yeah. Uh, most of them are within about a mile there between Movement and Claimstake. Yeah, and then Fort Rock a little bit east, but yeah. still not too far away. So yeah, you got Mindscape Fermentations. Yeah. We got the, the meadery out there as well. And I think Fister Distilling's out there yeah. too. So. so shout out to the Barrel District. Shout out to the Barrel and District. And definitely go to. Uh, Go if you're in the barrel district and you got to go to two, make sure Burning Barrel is at least one of those. Yeah, come see me. Yes, I'll pour you a beer. Yes, might even drink one with you. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think that's wrapping us up here at the end of our February beer stravaganza. Um, we had a great time talking about Black History Month. Beer is Black History. Um, our, our stouts before sunrise, as I call it, over at Moxa, the awesome San Francisco Beer Week, uh, and the Bistros 23rd, Jeez. amazingly 23rd annual double IPA festival they had down there. Um, shout out to all the big beers coming out in Northern California. And, and that's and way longer than a lot of people have been 
drinking craft beer, which is amazing. I mean, you know. I mean, yeah, I don't, I, I haven't been drinking. I, I don't think. Well, you, you're just about there. Have you been drinking age for 23 years? Not yet. Almost. Yeah. Almost. I, I will be the <coughs> 45 hey. uh, this year. So yeah, I'm, I'm almost uh, 21 twice. I've been legally drinking beer for, for <laughs> just as long as Pliny the Younger's been around. 19 years. And so. I spent my 20s in Portland, so I was a beer snob for a little bit. So yes. But yeah, great, great times here in Northern California in oh, February. Yeah. And of course, beer cations and beer ventures everywhere. But looking forward, we have our favorite time of the year. It's the biggest and best, the hoppiest hop extravaganza, yes. fruitiest sweet extravaganza, the darkest stout extravaganza, and the crispiest <laughs> lager pilsner extravaganza. I'm talking about brew acidology coming wah, back wah, wah. in its third iteration yes we're really excited and we're coming up on that time where we're going to ask you guys for your recommendations of your favorite breweries uh i'm not going to go too far into what we got planned but i think we are going to open it to california and nevada wah, 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 uh wah, wah. we we've been uh talking of course our friends up there in reno and the reno beer scene uh but any other great breweries you know in nevada uh, and and we'll get more into this before we get into the brackets, but expect if you're following us on Instagram to see a post coming up real soon yeah. asking you about your favorite breweries in California and Nevada for whatever reason. Just remember the stipulation. They must have a brick and mortar brewery that you can go to to enjoy their beer. Um, they've got to be out of the state of California and Nevada. Yeah. And uh that, I believe that's about it. There, there might have been something else, and we'll come up with that when we need to, and we'll definitely put that in the post when we're asking. But get ready. Brew Acidology is coming. We've got some exciting stuff coming up uh, You know, for that next episode when we're introducing uh, the brackets for this year. And as always, we look forward to doing this. This is a fun way to interact with everybody um, and just you know, kind of share our opinions on where our favorite places to go and enjoy beers are. Yeah. So like I said, Alex, uh, we're, we're Alex, we have more details coming out real soon. Uh, we're going to change it up a little bit. And uh, like I said, this is Alex's brainchild and it, it is our, in my opinion, our trademark, our staple of fresh hops. And I couldn't be more excited to do this. Uh, this is so much fun. It's we've connected with so many beer fans and brew, brewers uh just because of this so i'm very excited for this year's and uh ah oh man cannot wait Best, our favorite time of the year so but i do want to plug one more event coming up before you know it because the, we never know when we're doing episodes here we're, we're going to get them out more often than than we we have been being that it's a uh, that fun time of year and brew ecology is going but uh before you know it it'll be April Fool's Day, and this is not a joke, but we will be at Moving Movement Brewing for their 90s party, which is probably one of the best parties in Sacramento. Yeah, I think we were at the, that party as we were doing the finals, right, last yeah. year? Yeah, and then that was cool. They had a collab with 8-Bit at the time, who ended up as our runner-up to runner Rip, up, yeah. who had a collab the previous year, right? That same, no, they had, that was the same one. They, yeah, they had the collab, the the um, biggest, biggest little, little West Coast, West Coast, yeah, because they met up at the biggest little Invitational the previous year mm -hmm. and did their collab and released it for the '90s party. So, 
It's going to be off the hook. It's going to be off the chain. And, Dwayne, uh, Dwayne Wayne coming back? Are you working on a new one? I think Dwayne Wayne. I cannot not Dwayne Wayne. So <laughs> I think I'm, I'm going to look for some 90s Disney stuff that I'm going to rock. Yeah, I might, I might change up the shirt a little bit, but you know, you might spot me in the Dwayne Wayne's, Dwayne the Wayne 2. overalls, 0. the Jordans. So. Joey Wayne. Yes. All right. Well, from Joey Wayne and the big Disney over here, um, sh- shouting y'all out. Hope y'all are having a happy February. We thank you as always for coming through to listen, and we appreciate your interaction, uh, following us, and sharing us uh, with your friends and any other beer enthusiasts, fans, and just hardcore drinkers and listeners of podcasts. Um, Fresh Hops Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, and Fresh Hops Podcast on Instagram. Check us out, go interact. Um, and as always, if you're drinking something online, share it. Hashtag what you drinking, hashtag drinkable canvas, and make sure you tag us at Fresh Hops Podcast so we can share that in our feed. Yeah. And shout you out. Sweet. So we'll see you guys real soon and get ready to. Uh bracketology i don't know that i was thinking of something better to say but i couldn't think of it so but we'll see you soon as they say in puerto vallarta adios muchacho